0: I'm KS Garner, and you're listening to the Solo Nerdbird Podcast. Today, I'll be interviewing Colin Johnson, the CEO and Creative Director of Dynasty 11 Studios, as well as one of the video game developers for Player 2, the Gamers Companion App. Player 2 is a video game social networking team building application. Whether a gamer needs teammates to complete an immediate activity, wants to make new friends to game with, or would like to join or start a gaming community, the app is designed to help gamers find the community where they play best, no matter who they are. Now, let's welcome in Colin. Welcome, everyone. Um, welcome, Colin Johnson, the CEO of Dynasty Studios. Um, we're here to talk about Player Two, the gamers' campaign app currently on Kickstarter. So, um, Colin, wh- who are you and what are you about other than the being the CEO of Dynasty Studios?
1: Yeah. Uh, First of all, thanks for having me. uh, I'm just getting into the show, uh, but uh, there's a lot to love. Uh, I loved your interviews uh, with Juan and Portia and uh, uh, and Calvin. Um, But I I tell you, the episode you did on mental health benefits of gamers, I thought was really interesting. Uh, There's a lot to unpack there. Uh, So uh, uh, I thought that was a really good topic. Uh, So I'm excited to see where this goes.
0: Oh, thank Uh, you for listening.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. so who am i uh well uh i wear a bunch of different hats uh you know for the studio and uh um so you know founder ceo creative director is the official title but uh um, you know, helping design this platform to bring gamers together. Uh, obviously the leadership of assembling a, a team of some, you know, really incredible, uh, incredibly talented individuals. And, um, and at this point, uh, running a Kickstarter to try and help us, uh, fund the development of this project. So, you know, whatever helps empower my team, uh, to success, that's what I do.
0: Well, that's great to hear. Um, so what is the, what is the player two apps purpose? Like, what is it about and what is the purpose of making it?
1: Yeah. So player two is a uh, social networking and team building app for gamers in short. Uh, You know, the idea is uh, obviously this is a booming industry, uh, you know, and it's uh, um, one where I think there's a a unique opportunity for um, sort of a, a, you know, a, a blind test of being able to bring people together, you know, when you're just a voice on a mic, and you don't have any of the previous preconceptions of who you're gaming with, and, you know, you're all there to share in a particular, say, fantasy of a game together, uh, you know, I, I think it has a real opportunity to bring people together. However, uh, we're all knowledgeable of some of the toxicity that exists in gaming, or, you know, um, you know, some of the uh, unfortunate abuses that are prevalent, Uh, And so what we try to do is bring people together who want to play together, you know, regardless of what your background is, um, you know, we want to provide a platform where, uh, you know, the focal point of the app is uh, a play style matchmaking. So you'll fill out a big survey where, you know, you'll say things like, um, you know, what's your language cleanliness? Uh, What time of day do you like to play? And, and, you know, how intense are you about your games? Are you competitive? Or or are you more casual? You know, are you there for social experience? Or, you know, are you trying to achieve something, you know, from playing? And, And so we have a a 20 point survey where you know we you fill out all these answers and then just like a dating app, uh, you know you'll be matched uh, with other users based on, uh, you know how you fill out that survey and and you know what your those compatibility factors might be so you know while we're not matching people for a romantic interest we are matching you, you know, based on how we think you might be able to enjoy your downtime together because at the end of the day. Uh, you know, gaming's supposed to be fun, uh, and I think in a past year like this, where everybody's been so isolated and you know dealing with such hard times, uh, it's as important as ever um, for people to be able to enjoy their downtime, have that mental health break, um, you know, and and provide that uh, that little bit of escapism. Um, but you know, also that sense of community when community is tough to find.
0: Yeah, I totally understand. Um, what made me interested in um, the Kickstarter in this app in particular was because of what you just listed of all the things of matchmaking with um, other players like you and what you'd like to play. Because like right now I'm playing um, Baldur's Gate 3 and like, I need help. I've been begging my friends, like anybody <laughs> play this game because I need help. I need, because with, with the characters that I have, um, they're great, but it's like other people who experience like, I, I just, I need help. Basically. Yeah. And I don't know who plays it. And I don't know if they play PC. I don't know if they play Switch. I don't know if they play PlayStation, Xbox, or wherever it may be. And I'm just kind of searching around. And then when you find groups, a lot of them are private, where you have to answer like, these type of surveys. And it's like, I just, I'm just looking for people to play with. And then I'm a, more of a casual player. I don't really like um, competitive games. Like, everybody plays Mario Kart. And I like to watch it, but I'm not really into playing stuff like that. I just like to play And just like for the social aspect of it. But then there's people who backseat. And I'm like, I don't need you to tell me what to do. I just want us to just watch and and play the game together or whatever it may be. So yeah, I'm definitely interested in in this app myself because for personal use for me, like I I said, I need help. (laughs) I really do. And I would like to have more people to talk about games with because it kind of reminded me of like maybe Discord as far as the messaging part of it. But then when I joined discourse is so many people already on it and I'm like it's really overwhelming for me so yeah I'm like I just got back into gaming because like you said with this past year all the people everybody is in like isolation it got me back into it which is nice but then like I said I'm overwhelmed with it so yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean everything you say makes perfect sense and 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 the gaming is such a, a wonderfully diverse community um that uh you're totally right about the applications I mean obviously you know it's a little more um visible these days the the rise of esports and the competitive gamer and that's a lot of the stuff that gets uh the attention but it's actually a larger community that are people like you and me too who you know I, i'm i'm a self-professed introvert you know what i mean i i keep to myself i got my close group of friends and uh you know something like this uh when you need help or maybe even just need more people to complete an activity uh you know i i for instance i really like a game called destiny um hmm. and uh there, there are these uh six player activities on there called raids and you know i had my group back in College, where we get on pretty often, but you know, times change people grow up and lives happen and you know it's not so easy to put your team together and, uh, you know, and so that something like this seems like it was kind of missing you mentioned discord wonderful app, Uh, you know, whether it's discord or Reddit or following you know your favorite developers, streamers communities on social media you know the gaming community is so um vibrant and 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 uh you know it's it, there's so much life to it but it's scattered across a bunch of different platforms and that's something we wanted to accomplish with player 2 was to give you one place to check in um you know follow your favorite creators uh find your teammates find your ideal matches with matchmaking communicate in a basic way you know what i mean because right now if you're a gamer you might be juggling half a dozen different apps you know your social media to follow people your discord to communicate maybe it's reddit to talk about uh uh you know uh have more in-depth discussions about uh, you know fiction of a game that you know it's your talk story that kind of thing um you know and then there are some apps out there already that do um uh, like a, a basic matchmaking uh based on game and platform that kind of thing um so you know i mentioned the matchmaking before we want to take that to another level but we also want to put all these things in one place to make it easier it seems kind of silly given how vibrant and 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 you know thriving the community is that there would be so many steps involved in connecting people you know what i mean
0: yeah i understand what you mean um could you explain the creative process from um the i guess the gap that you're willing to, that you wanted to fill with this app just i guess the idea of it to executing it uh, i guess that you're still trying to execute it as of right now so could you explain the creative process of it
1: yeah yeah absolutely so uh, i started the company back in 2016 and when i did um the purpose was actually for a different um a different angle so i had developed a, a science fiction franchise a uh, self-professed big science fiction star trek star wars the like uh and uh and so i wrote this you know uh narrative-driven story, action-adventure game. And uh, and I actually pitched it to a, a major console manufacturer at E3 in 2017. And while the reception was good to the game, uh, there were some questions of, okay, how are you going to build it? Because, uh, you know, I was just a guy with an idea and, you know, shoot your shot, but there's got to be some plausibility to how you get um, from A to Z you know and so I started thinking about okay how can I build my company um, you know because what I wanted to do was a little bit more ambitious require a significant team and so I thought hmm, I'm going to need something to sort of bridge the gap here and as I was playing and you know this was just getting post-college for me and uh, you know I started having trouble finding friends or having unfortunate experiences where I'd, I'd go on to relax and play games and end up Just somewhere I didn't want to be, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, sort of polarizing nature of, say, politics, you know, that's kind of bleeding into, um, you know, uh, casual, you know, you want to be sitting down having fun playing a game and all of a sudden you're having a conversation that uh, you're not prepared to have in your downtime. Um, so yeah, I think you know you know what I mean. I could see this from your smile. Yeah uh, So you know, I started thinking, gosh, there's got to be a better way to do this or there's got to be a, an easier way to access uh, you know, 1.4 billion multiplayer gamers in the world you're telling me there's not an easier way for me to find you know three dudes or you know, three girls to play with or something you know I, yeah. I i just i started to think well i think there's there's a solution to be had here and so i spent uh i spent the next year or two um you know coming up with that solution and uh uh you know slowly building my team i i think one thing that um you know, really helped me on the creative end was, I started to think about the ethos of the company I wanted to build, what things were important to me, diversity, inclusion, um, you know, I, I, uh, I, I really wanted to build a team of like minded individuals where, you know, we felt free to collaborate, empowered to come up with creative solutions. And I think that's largely what drove Player Two to being a, a pretty comprehensive solution um, to this problem, you know, we identified. Um, and so you know, over time we built a team of, like I said, some some really exceptional people. Uh, and I'm and I'm grateful for them joining me on this journey and and for you know how the app is developed to this point where um you know we think we've got a good solution. And now the the challenge is uh, getting it out to the masses.
0: Well, you you speak of your team. So how was it, well, how is it collaborating with them and how was it um finding them to collaborate with? Because like you, you heard the other interviews that I've done and yeah. how like Calvin and Juan and Portia, how they all like, I wouldn't say complained, but they've struggled with finding collaborators with yeah. their various projects. So how was it for you in your process of finding collaborators to work with?
1: That's a great question. And it's something that my perspective on has definitely evolved over time. Uh, you know, uh, the first thing you think of is, uh, you know, kind of job finding sites, or maybe you go to Fiverr, LinkedIn, that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, again, uh, I'm I'm a, an introvert, you know, so that kind of like entrepreneur hustle to me, that was something I had to work on, you know, it's uh-huh. something I had to you know, start to accept. And so, you know, I hustled and, and grew my network, and and the people weren't really there. You know, it was kind of hard for me to find people to work with. So that's where, you know, like I said before, thinking about the ethos of the studio, um, you know, I, I decided, well, okay, let's let's show people what we want to be about. And, you know, it's sort of a, if you build it, they will come kind of thing. You know, I, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I you know, came up with the foundation. I wrote these, you know, passages in our handbook of what the studio is about, what we want to accomplish. And then I put some of that up on the website and, and then a contact form. And uh, almost everybody who's with the studio now um, reached out to me uh through the website now i you know did my diligence learn social media and put the studio out there enough to get it you know enough exposure to where people could even see it but uh um i think that speaks to how important it is to be authentic you know what i mean uh you there i know as an entrepreneur it's it's you feel that drive you feel that push you like you want to say okay what can i do next you know i i love sports for instance and so uh kobe bryant is, is a big idol of mine and that mamba mentality and so i i get very competitive and driven um, but sometimes you got to trust yourself and who you are and, you know, embrace your own identity. And that kind of, um, you know, certainty can be a draw for people where they're not just going to say, oh, this is another, um, hungry entrepreneur. And, you know, they're not quite sure what you're about. Um, you know, even if the product itself is a work in progress, they can see the person or the team you're trying to build and say, yeah, maybe that's something I want to be a part of.
0: Oh, All yeah. right. Um, What insight could you give to up and coming uh, developers or designers who are looking to create their own app? And it it may not even be just with the app itself. It can be um, they want to start their own studio. Like what insight could you give them that maybe you wish someone had uh, provided you when you first started?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And I think it's it's a question without a certain answer. I think Mm -hmm. if you look in the um, you know, the grand scheme of things, gaming still a pretty new industry, you know, mm. if you're looking at TV and film being over 100 years and print and, you know, word of mouth storytelling being as old as time, you know, yeah. uh, gaming's still very new, some of the people who are originally started to do it are still in the business. Um, so, you know, when we look at that pathway of how do I get from an idea to a studio, uh, you got to got to figure it out on your own and so you know patience is a key but I think to be honest the most important thing is is to pay attention to your mental health um, you know uh, any entrepreneur can look at what the typical struggles are going to be you know the, the do I have enough money how do I find the right talent how do I connect to the right people get on the right platform those are the things you can anticipate and plan for it's the things you can't anticipate the things that come up in life say, Oh, I don't know a pandemic, uh, you know, yeah. or, or <laughs> people's, you know, people's personal lives that come up uh, where having a sound mind, having being patient, being mindful, uh, thoughtful of other people's lives going on and, and sort of, you know, just working with your surroundings, I think is going to be the most important thing. know, if you're trying to start a business, you obviously have a vision. You obviously have a lot of drive. You want it to succeed, but sometimes all the, ambition and force in the world can't make something happen on a particular timeline you have to be patient you know and uh and and it's it only behooves you to uh keep positive spirits uh you know a a positive mentality and 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 you know empower other people with that too you know so that they can do their best work
0: yeah i totally understand it because other people come to me with like starting their own podcast or, um, with writing. Cause I actually write my own urban fantasy series. Right. Yeah. And, um, I just try to tell people the same thing that you're saying, like, um, being authentic and being mindful of your own lives. Like I don't have children, I'm not married, but a lot of people come to me, you know, they have a mortgage, they have children, they work full-time jobs. It's like, you have to be mindful of that. Um, when you actually do the recording or do the writing then you have to be mindful of um when did you want it to be finished or going back and editing it again so when you record it having in mind that you have to go back and edit this do you want to edit two hours worth of material you know do you want to edit gaps of just air of nothing happening or like filler or anything like that so you just have to be mindful of everything and work on your own timeline you know you don't have to rush everything because it People can tell when it's rushed. People can tell when it's, you know, something that's not real. It doesn't really hold any weight. So you just just take your time with it. It's basically what I t- try to tell everybody. So, but yeah, I'm, st- I'm still learning. I've only been doing this for maybe, maybe two years in August. So it's just tweak and grow, tweak and grow. Because what I'm doing now, I just started doing interviews because Calvin was the one that actually reached out to me do an interview like i've been thinking about it but i didn't know how to go about doing it and he kind of just made me do it so that's another thing is just just go ahead and do it because you you waiting around you'll never learn you'll never figure out how to do it if you're just waiting around to do it so yeah that's another piece of advice
1: There was something that Calvin said about uh, he was talking about art of his that he showed to an artist at a a, a conference and uh, you know if he was satisfied uh, with your work, you know what I mean and I think there's that that's really uh, speaks to you know the wisdom of you know being patient of understanding what your end goal is and you know sort of navigating that balance of uh how hard am i working am i maintaining a decent you know mental health uh you know you know a healthy mental life it ends up becoming a mental wealth you know what i mean that's something you can draw on when it's time to when when times really get tough you know what i mean and so uh yeah i love that from him that uh, you know that there there really is a certain wisdom to patience uh and and knowing uh when to when to shoot your shot and when to say you know you got to take a little time for yourself i mean i um you know i'm i'm, I'm married and uh you know I, i'll be the first to tell you that my wife's been a a, a rock for me and and and, and an enormous support um but i've also worked jobs at restaurants and you know taught trumpet lessons and you know you know there's there's it's all about you know life's all about and you you don't as long as you don't judge your journey along the way and you're you're doing what helps to enable your end goal i don't i don't think how, how you can you know say you're going wrong it's all about uh if the passion's there and you you find a way to keep going yeah i i
0: guess um my next question would be along those lines. Um, as creators, we expect criticism or a minimum to know attention to our work. Um, when you receive praise, like, do you believe it when you hear it or when you read it? Like, how do you will yourself into accepting that praise as real, that your talents are valid? That when, um then you said like you wrote a narrative for um, a game for a studio, like when they accepted it, and like, did you, how, how did you receive that? As, um, the narrative writer for that, like, how did how did that feel? Like, did you go in there expecting them to reject it because you're so used to it being rejected, and then they accepted it? It was like, oh, well, now what? So how how did how did you feel then?
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, so my um my original background was, uh, you know, I went to college first to be a professional musician, um, and so I studied music, music performance, uh, music education, and so you know, if you're going to be a performing musician, you've got to have a, a a certain confidence level going in that you're going to deliver on, you know, what you're trying to communicate. And so, um, you know, I always have a pretty good amount of confidence on, uh, you know, the project I'm presenting. And I think that's important, even if um, you're in the back of your mind aware of what your odds are. So in this instance, uh, in 2017-83, I pitched a, uh, like I said, a major console manufacturer and while they received the game well um you know there was a certain amount of i think audacity that they thought on my behalf of like okay cool idea uh but um where's your team you know because at this point it was just me and i you know i worked up all the stuff and i thought okay well i've got a great idea you've got the resources let's put it together and uh you know it was kind of like okay shoot your shot but no uh you (laughs) know so um you know it was it's it's those kinds of things where i feel like if you go about it with the right attitude even if you know you could you could in a vacuum analyze it and go uh what was the what was the thought process there you know what would you really think that was going to pan out i mean um you still learn so much uh and i think people see that kind of enthusiasm that willingness to just like just keep an open mind, learn, you know, seek your opportunities, um, you know, have confidence in yourself, but also be willing to adapt on the fly when people tell you, um, you know, show you things that you didn't see before. You know I mean? I didn't know the boundaries of, of, uh, you know, cause it's, it's not uncommon for someone to come to an, take an idea to say an app agency. Um, you know, there are plenty of agencies that'll develop an app for you, X amount of money. If you have those resources, that's a great avenue. That wasn't something I was, you know, I had an option to me, um, resource wise, but, um, you know, that that kind of uh, groundwork is there. So I thought, okay, well, let's take that, you know, methodology and apply it to video games. And well, we're not there yet as an industry. So, um, you know, but I didn't learn that until, you know, I had the conversation. And that's the thing, you don't, you don't know where your life's headed, and where your company's headed, unless you give it a shot, unless you meet people talk and and learn and, and keep an open mind. Um, so if you're willing to undertake those experiences, honestly, then I don't see how you could go wrong in that process, you know
0: yeah and and just I guess as a side note um you mentioned your background is uh as a musician that would yeah. explain the trumpet lessons I was like trumpet lessons that's really random he must have really been hustling to get for those trumpet lessons that's kind of <laughs> random okay but then yeah. you said that your background's in music I was like okay that explains it
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I mean so I uh I I love jazz trumpet i studied classical and jazz but jazz has has really been uh something i love even and it's particularly like really early big band jazz Uh, as a guy harry james um who is who is a guy i always idolized and his sound was something i tried to uh echo and uh i i just fell in love with music at an early age unfortunately um you know the reality is the time for jazz uh big band jazz specifically is kind of past. you know Mm -hmm. and um you know, I, I was, you know, studying with some wonderful teachers uh, in college, and, you know, once I heard it from them, you know, you start to think about, okay, uh, how am I going to make a living here, especially with the kind of lifestyle I wanted, um, you know, I, I'm not sure I was a gigging around the country looking for my next job kind of guy when uh you know i i had gotten engaged at that point and i wanted to start a life with who's now my wife um you know so i started thinking uh you know these two things don't match up real well so i you know obviously looked for a different channel for uh my creativity and here we are um but uh you know again it sort of points to um there's there's a healthy amount of Living and adapting, you know what I mean. The world's always changing. Uh, you never know what kind of curveballs come into your way, and if you if you're just open, you take everything in, you roll with the punches, and and keep a positive attitude. Um, there's a lot I think people. Uh, you know there's a lot you can apply about your past like for instance uh some of that performance art that you learned being a musician definitely applicable to situations like this you know the two of us talking or you know pitching businesses or you know putting together a kickstarter and it hopefully being compelling knowing how to tell your story um uh, so you know i hope that some of that stuff translates and if it doesn't you learn and and keep moving forward
0: yeah i think this is a great segue into my next question um which is the, um your idea of success because. Yeah um, as a, as as an artist, as a creator, um, if you're not making money or if you don't have, um, regular paychecks, like a full time job, you're not successful. Um, a lot of us are led to believe to led to believe that. And we put our dreams on the back burner or we give up altogether. Um, good thing for us that we've been able to channel it into something else versus what we originally wanted to do. Um, but what do you, I guess when I say when I ask is, is that people are hesitant or doubtful to pursue a creative career path, like it's highly intimidating and highly competitive. And someone may look at your resume, or they may hear us talking about, you know, what we do, you know, you've started your own company, you've been doing it for a long time. Um, You've been writing and so on and so forth. So, like, what is your idea of success in this career? like in this career path you're pursuing.
1: Yeah. I I can give you sort of two sides of that, you know, for an answer, uh, one on a personal level, um, you know, it's, it's happiness and fulfillment, you know, are you, are you pursuing your dreams? Are you happy on the, on the grind? Uh, you know what I mean? On the, on the pursuit of happiness. Um, you know, I can honestly say, yes, you know, I, the, the people I've met the the journey I've been on so far, I'm, I'm grateful. Um, you know, this is, this is something that, uh, I wasn't expecting to pan out in a day, you know, or even a year. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know i uh, i'm i'm really fortunate for the journey and the and the people i've met and and the opportunities that have come so far and i i really believe that with hard work you know good things come in the end um you know so that's me on a personal front on a company front uh you know this is a service so at the end of the day the, the our measure of success is um are we providing a service for people do people um you know, are we helping people out? Are we bringing people together? Um, uh, obviously we're not to that point yet to be able to evaluate the metrics in app of, you know, what are our, you know, certain conversion rates or, you know, how many people are using X feature and all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, in our small pool of, um, you know, correspondence people have reviewed the app, uh, business partners, that sort of thing. Um, the enthusiasm seems very high. Um, like even you were saying on a personal level, of, uh, thinking about how you could use the app. There's a lot of different applications and uh, for why people would want to use it. And you know, I think if we're if we're making something easier in people's lives, if people can say, ah. Oh, thank God this app is here you know what I mean I wouldn't have met x y and z you, like there are some great stories on uh you might see on reddit where someone says oh I met my gaming buddy in 2002 and I just invited him to be a groomsman at my wedding you know what I mean like you see that kind of stuff people form some real bonds uh in gaming and if we can just uh if we can accelerate that if we can bring people together more so and and take what should be an enjoyable experience you mm-hmm. know um and and make sure that people are enjoying their time and you know immersing whether it's a, a more or a fictional game, immersing in that fantasy together, or if uh, it's a competitive thing and you, you want to find your, your perfect squad mate, um, if we can help facilitate that and make things easier for people, then, you know, we've accomplished what we set out to do. Um, obviously, there's a practical level of, are we supporting our team? You know what I mean? Uh, is there mm-hmm. a lifestyle there? Um, and, you know, that's my job to figure out, to make sure we've got the X's and O's all lined up so that our people can have a, you know, a healthy work-life balance, uh, you know, have certain aspects of their lives covered, you know, so that, um, you so we can provide for them. And then in turn, we can provide the best experience possible to our consumers.
0: Have you thought about, I mean, this seems like it's just for video games, but maybe expanding this app or maybe starting doing a different one for like tabletop games like D&D and Magic the Gathering. Because I, I, luckily I've found my group that I've been with almost three years now. And yeah. I couldn't imagine of making it through this pandemic without them like we still managed to be able to play virtually but a lot of people. have have um, come to me and asked me about how like how did I find them because I had to really like navigate through Facebook like go through threads and stuff like that to try to find them and luckily I did but there's a lot of people out there who have always wanted to play but can never find anyone to play with and like with magic the gathering i'm interested in learning how to play but it seems really intimidating and i'm kind of scared to x so and <laughs> i don't really know where to go so you ever think about maybe expanding it from not just video games but maybe to tabletop games as well
1: Absolutely. Uh, that's definitely something that, you know, we have a, a few d d enthusiasts in the studio, um, and it's something that we talk about a lot. Um, you know, we were just doing a stream the other day where Dylan, our uh, sculptor, was having a conversation with a, a fan about, uh, you know, how they you know, how they go about their D&D and different campaigns they play and, you know, finding their right group and talking about, oh, it's a good group, it's a good group, you know, because they're willing to, you know, um, usher this uh, this guy along, uh, this this fan along and introduce him to everything because he's sort of new to the environment. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, one thing that we noticed when we were getting into Kickstarter um, was uh, Dungeon Alchemist. I don't know if you're uh, aware of them. It's an up and coming company and they um, they they created a software that can let you digitally render the environment for a D&D game. It was just a fantastic thing. It was wildly successful. And kickstarter and uh you know the more virtual applications we see of these games um you know the more the need is there obviously to bring people together uh you know there's yeah there's something uh special about rolling dice and you know getting together and doing it in person but um you know if that's not possible um there are more and more um you know things that that facilitate virtual tabletop gaming so absolutely that's something we want to provide and and bring people together and um you know from a, a technical standpoint when you when you first register for player two, Um, you can connect to your, uh, you can stick it with your gaming platform account. So, you know, say Xbox, PlayStation, whatever. Um, You log in, it'll identify your game library and whatnot, but you can also manually put in things like D&D, you know what I mean? And and build out your library that way. So when you do the matchmaking process, not only will you uh, fill out those characteristics of being competitive or casual or, you know, your language or your age or all those different metrics that we take into a factor, it'll also, you know, factor in oh, what is it that you play, you know what I mean? And so even if it's something like D&D, where it's not a, a classic video game or something, um, we'll pair you up. All you got to do is, you know, go through the process, specify who you are as a gamer, and we'll find people who are like you.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm becoming more and more and more interested in this, in this app <laughs> as we, as we speak um it <laughs> well, then I i'm think... doing my job <laughs> <laughs> um uh last time i checked i think the deadline for the kickstarter should be ending in i think less than two weeks um are That's there plans right. to start a new one like restarted um if not can you say what you plan on doing after it's finished
1: yeah yeah so uh you know obviously you know we've come to a certain point development wise where um You know, we have a lot of the UI done, and we show that off on the Kickstarter, and uh, we are looking for money to help us with uh, a lot of the back end programming, Um, you know, especially networking with these gaming platforms. That's a complicated endeavor and making sure that, um, you know, the functionality is to a point where it's uh, consistent and we can deliver, especially uh, with the gaming community in recent years. I think it's very important to deliver a product that works uh on delivery um you know that that's been a, a bit of a uh you know a talking point in in recent game releases so that you know that being so important to us that's why we're seeking the additional funding uh where we're at right now i i i would say don't be too discouraged uh we're working with a uh pr partner who uh we should have some media coverage coming in the next uh few days and as we've seen on kickstarter uh, a lot of times with games uh you know it only takes a few hits uh and a few days to to hit your total but uh, we're not, you know, necessarily counting on it. So, to your question, um, yeah, we've considered another uh, campaign or, you know, a different uh, crowdfunding platform. Um, but frankly, and I, you know, I don't want to talk in too many specifics. Just getting yourself out there and and getting the app out there has brought us um, some new avenues, some new attention that we didn't, you know, previously have. And so that's kind of why I always say you know, go forth with your best energy, your best attitude, put your best foot forward. And uh, even if it's not quite what you originally sought, you know, good things will come. Uh, And so, um, you know, our hope is obviously that the Kickstarter pans out. And if it doesn't, um, you know, we've we've got other plans in the works too. But, you know, the app's under development, and it will continue to be regardless of the outcome of the campaign.
0: Well, yeah, that's that's definitely great to hear. Um, I'll try to help as much as I can with pushing this because I I truly believe in it because like I said um, I'm looking for people to to play with but it's really intimidating Can be really you know really scary trying to find people because you gotta you have to be aware of who's out there and their intentions really and then who matches with you and it's, it's a lot to consider so if you all can do some of the work, if not all the work for me i I really appreciate it. it would be great for me. Um, absolutely <laughs> well, um, that's the end of my questions. Do you have anything else you would like to tell the listeners of, about dynasty Eleven or this app specifically or anything else you may have in the works?
1: Yeah, I mean, so I think um. You know, there's a ton of information about player two on our Kickstarter and, mm-hmm. and, you know, to anybody who's listening, please feel free to take a look. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of different examples of how you can use player two and, um, you know, the different rewards that we're offering for backing us and your know, funding goals and all that. But uh, I think, you know, because the app is designed to be such a comprehensive solution that maybe it's, um it's, it's a lot to chew on right away. You know what I mean? To, to look at all the subject matter and say, oh, wow, how am I going to use this? Um, in that case, I, I would say you know ask questions. You know we uh, we transparency is a is a, a big tenet of our company, and so um, you know we that's why we do daily streams on uh, Twitch. Uh, it's Dynasty Eleven Studios, all lowercase on Twitch, um, where you can you know participate in our streams, ask questions. We do giveaways on stream too, um, towards uh, raising money for the app. So. Um, you know, if just like the conversation we're having right now, uh, you know, you don't know until you ask. Uh, and so we're happy to tell you what our goals are, what we're trying to achieve. And I think once people ask those questions, um, they see that they're, it lines up with what they're looking for or what there's a need in in life. You know, uh, I think when you build a platform uh, like player two, that's, uh, you know, there's a lot of it that is, is overlapping sort of what's, with what's, with what's already been done but it's a you know it's a pretty ambitious undertaking. Um, I think it, it, like I said before, it might be a little overwhelming or a little bit of a question mark of okay well what all is this about? Um, and uh, you know uh, feel free to, to take a look and, and ask us and uh, you know sort of um, the ethos of it uh, is I think the quick takeaway that we want to bring people together. Um, and so if you if that's something that you know I think I think it's easy for everybody to embrace, no matter who you are, no matter what your background is, no matter what you're looking to get out of your gaming. Um, if you're looking to you know find your community build your community follow your community, um, then I think player two is going to be a, a really wonderful avenue for people to pursue. yeah um,
0: i'm really looking forward to. Um... Seeing what what this app can offer, and just visually, because the, from the images I've seen, you know, it it looks pretty um pretty readable, pretty easy to navigate through. From what I from what I can tell, again, I'm KS Garner. Um, this has been an interview with Colin Johnson, the CEO, creative director, and video game developer with Dynasty Studios um, for the Player Two app, the Gamer Companion. Um. Again, you've been listening to the Solo Nerdberg podcast. Thank you. Again, thank you to Colin Johnson, the CEO and creative director of Dynasty 11 Studios and video game developer on Player 2, the gamer's companion app. I myself have personal interest in this app as a casual gamer who struggles with finding others to play with. I discovered this project on Kickstarter, but by the time this interview is aired, the campaign will have ended. However, they are retooling and lining up press for a relaunch of the campaign on June 1st. Anyone interested can continue to follow along with Dynasty 11's progress with this app through the tagged information in this episode's description. Again, I'm KS Garner and you've been listening to Solo Nerdroid Podcast. Thank you.